0: You're listening to Profit Without Worry, episode number 112. Let's have an intimate conversation today about something really important, business burnout. Hey there, I'm Michelle Evans, and this is the show where coaches, experts, and business owners like us get real about what it takes to create a profitable online business. I can tell you from experience that nonstop hustle plus random acts of marketing do not equal success. So how do we attract a steady flow of clients and sales without all the hustle? This is the Profit Without Worry podcast. Well, hello there. Welcome back. Welcome to 2020. And thanks so much for tuning in. I love... I just love lis- listening to the questions and the comments that I get back from each of you, and just know that I really appreciate you for tuning in. And today, I have to say, it's really great to be back in the podcasting studio after taking kind of a extended downtime in December and late November. Before we dive into this year, though, I really wanted to take today's podcast to talk with you about something that's really important business burnout and today I want to have a really personal up-close and behind-the-scenes truth with you as a friend because in late November and into December I don't know about you you might have had this as well but my inbox was bombarded With emails from people talking about how to make 2020 the best year ever. I saw tons of posts on social media and I was just like, oh my gosh, my mind is not there. Like (laughs) I'm actually kind of feeling like I'm running on empty. Have you ever felt like that? Or did you feel like that too this year? I know for me, it seriously was like I had an empty gas tank going into the year. And I know, you know, most of the people sending those emails or doing the social media posts or the videos or whatever, they meant really well. And their messages were fine. I have no problem with that. But for me, it was the wrong time, the wrong message, and everything felt really pushy and heavy and like I was missing out by not. You know, grabbing 2020 by the horns and being ready to run on January 1st. So I decided to go quiet. I decided to think and really spend some time figuring out what the heck was going on with me. Like, why was I feeling like this? And I'll tell you next week, this this uh, podcast is coming out um, the week of January 6th, and next week is my eight-year business anniversary. Eight years since I went full-time in my business, and it's crazy to me. It's just absolutely crazy to me to think that eight years have already passed since I walked out of Microsoft for the last time as a corporate employee. And in that time, I've grown and I've changed so much more than I ever thought that I would. My business is at a place I didn't even think was possible when I first started and I you know, was saying yes to anyone who would pay me and I was just full of fear. In fact, as I look back at 2019, even with taking almost all of December off, 2019 was my best year in business yet. Which is why, as I was coming to the end of the year, I was so confused. I was feeling sluggish, tired, in serious need of rest and like, like tight. Like I'm just going to sleep. And that was completely blah about 2020. And I realized I was really experiencing business burnout and I needed rest. I needed to take care of myself because my gas tank was on empty. And this isn't something that people in business talk a lot about, but I wanted to share it with you because honestly, I'm just, I'm not wired to just run, run, run and work like crazy all the time. I need to take time to care for myself. I need to take time to connect with the people that I love. I need to take time to rest and I needed to take time to get in touch with what, what changes I desired for the next 12 months and you know they could be changes big or small for example I want my cleaners to come more often or something like that but I just I needed that time to not just keep running the same program that I had been running. Now if you've been following me for any length of time you know that I'm all about using marketing funnels to create profit without worry in your business but not just any type of marketing funnels. I like to help clients and students really create marketing funnels that put serving your audience first. Because I believe that when you serve your audience, you attract the right people, sales are easy, and it's just a win-win-win for everybody. It's just a really great way to run my business and the people that I work with their business. And it's amazing and awesome for my clients, my students, and their audiences. However, what I realized as I came to the end of 2019 is that all the marketing funnels that I had put in place starting back in 2016, while they worked really, really well, my business had changed. I had changed. And they weren't fully in line with what I felt called to create in my business moving into 2020. So back at the end of August and early September, I shut all my old funnels off. And it felt like the right decision, but I won't lie. It was absolutely terrifying. I i mean, scary isn't even the right word. It was terrifying. My marketing funnels are what bring in new clients and students to my business. And I had, I think when I shut them off, I think I had 22 different funnels running. They're the profit engines that drive my business forward, that allow me to take downtime, that allow me to you know, have a really streamlined process. So turning them all off felt like I was turning off my business. And I won't lie, I was pretty stressed out and I really doubted my decision. But for a long time, you know, for probably like five or six weeks, I refused to even acknowledge that. So turning all those old funnels off Felt to me like I was turning off my business. And I, you know, got stressed out. I doubted that decision. And, you know, while those old funnels worked really well, I knew that I'd grown past them. I did all this work last year, starting last January, um, January 2019, into, gosh, I think we rolled it out in May. I worked with Dr. Michelle Mazer to come up with my three word rebellion and it's profit without worry. And, the work that I did to get there was such great work. It was deep. It was insightful. It, um, it made me, you know, really evaluate where I wanted to take my business, who I wanted to work with, how I wanted to work with them, the impact I wanted to have on people. Like it was all great stuff. And as I went through that work, I realized that my old funnels just they just weren't as in line as they were before they were off a bit and in fact I felt called to serve my audience at a much different level and that meant that I needed to show up in a different way so pulling the plug on all these funnels was the right choice for sure but it led me straight to the three my personal three big business nemesis nemesi I don't know what you call it Overwhelm, fear, and doubt. Does that ever happen to you? Have you ever made a big decision in your business, like taken a big leap, made a big investment, <laughs> um, you know, gone in a new direction, and then felt frozen by overwhelm, fear, and doubt? Well, if so, I wanted to share with you that you're not alone even after eight years in business or almost eight years in business, I still deal with this. Although now I know better than to try to just create or push through, like muscle my way through as I would have done in the past. There is no doubt that in the past I would not have paused on this. I would have just kept pushing through and being like, gotta roll them out, gotta get going, you know, all that kind of stuff. Instead, I now do things that I would never have considered when I was new in business or even, gosh, even just, you know, three, four years ago. And I wanted to share these with you in case you ever find yourself feeling this way. And, you know, for me, I just felt like overwhelmed, like I just felt weighted down. Like, that's probably the best way to put it. I felt weighted down. Everything felt like I was trying to run through mud (laughs) that, you know, I had a 30 pound weight on my back. I just felt weighted down. And so here's how I got unstuck from those big three, overwhelm, fear, and doubt. So the first thing I did was I named it. And yes, I know that sounds so simple and it is simple, but when I get into my entrepreneurial mode, I tend to just push, push, push push through feelings, push through, you know, resistance, push through everything to get to my goal at the other end because I'm just about like moving my business forward, right? And when I'm dealing with overwhelm, fear, and doubt, that pushing tends to end up looking like me doing a lot of busy work that totally sucks all the life, the fun, and the energy out of me. So now, instead of just pushing through, when I start to feel burnout, when I start to feel overwhelmed, when I'm having a hard time making decisions, when I'm easily moved to tears, when I'm totally frustrated at everything. And when I feel like I have no creativity left in me, I stop. I stop, I might take a walk, or meditate, or both. (laughs) And I name it. What's the it? That's bothering me? What's the it that is holding me back? What's the it that I'm refusing to acknowledge? Because when I name whatever it is, and it can be different at different times, but when I name it, I unlock so much more because I, I'm no longer resisting looking at this thing, right? And and working hard to ignore the giant problem that, you know, starts off as a as a little tiny mouse and suddenly it's this giant elephant that I'm trying to ignore. And I feel an almost immediate sense of relief. And so for me this time, the it was pretty complicated. Um, Like I know that I can make new marketing funnels. That's not a problem. The it was more like imposter syndrome popping up. And, you know, I'm just going to be really, really up front with you, it it really, it really wasn't it. <laughs> like, I really had to say, okay, what is this truly? Because the symptoms look like, oh my gosh, there's so much work that I have to do to get this in place. But when I backed it up and I'm like, yeah, but it's really not that much. Like, why, what am I really worried about, and I was really worried about showing up differently. And I had to name it, I had to really get clear on what was it that I was ignoring that was making me feel burned out, that was making me feel overwhelmed, making me feel like I couldn't make a decision, that I was constantly on the verge of tears, that I was frustrated at everything, and that I lacked creativity. And honestly, that I ate a lot of chocolate that I shouldn't have eaten. Um, so after I named it and for you, the, it might be something else, right? It might be a technical skill or a client that got upset with you or whatever. Like it's can, the, it can be different all the time. And that's why it's really important to name whatever it is. So the next thing I do once I named it is I sat with it. I just had to sit with it. Patience. I'm just going to be up front. Patience has never been my strong suit. I've always been like a bull in a china shop, right? A charge in, roll up my sleeves and get busy kind of person. Um, but when I've found in, but what I've found in my entrepreneurial journey is that if I don't give my feelings space and time, and I'm not talking like weeks or months of time, I'm talking like maybe an hour or two or maybe a week But if I don't give them space and time, I create a bunch of crap that doesn't work (laughs) because I'm forcing work from a place of resisting my feelings. I'm forcing, like I'm forcing myself to write a blog post or I'm forcing myself to do a podcast or I'm forcing myself to write an email or I'm forcing myself to do social media and it doesn't work. In fact, you know, people will ignore it, maybe unsubscribe at a higher rate because I'm putting out this energy where I'm just forcing things from a place of resisting my feelings. So now, instead of doing that, I give myself space. I journal, I meditate, I talk with a friend, I talk with a coach, I talk with a trusted advisor. And even though it's uncomfortable and sometimes makes me mad at myself. Right. It makes me like, why am I not able to just get through this? Like everybody seems to be able to do this a lot faster and better than me. In the end, better ideas, better impact and better work will come from me by giving myself space. Like everything doesn't have to be figured out by January 1st is what I had to keep telling myself. All right. And third, I get help. Now, this is not an easy thing for me to do. It's not easy for me to ask for help, not in my personal life and not in my business life. However, I know that when I get overwhelmed, when I get doubtful, when I get fearful, it's typically because I'm refusing to make a decision because I feel like I have to do all the work myself. And you know what? It's just not true. I've got a great team of people I have peers, I have coaches, I have trusted advisors, I have friends around me, and I recently just joined a mastermind as well, which I'm so excited about. All these people I can reach out to for support. I don't even have to have my it clearly defined. Sometimes I just need somebody to say, hey, I'm dealing with something, I'm not sure quite what it is, do you have an hour where we can jump on and talk? And I know for me, for trusted, friends and peers I I would happily say yeah yeah I've got time for you and I need to remember to allow people to give back to me as well but I have to remember to reach out and allow these people to care about me because you know actually they want to and then finally I need to get a clear vision for myself at the end I always come away with a clear vision um that's when I know that I've worked through whatever it is that I needed to work through um, because my vision will feel aligned. It'll feel good. It'll feel energy giving. It might be a bit scary, but you know, the good kind of scary, the kind that leaves little butterflies fluttering in my belly and has me waking up with a smile on my face, thrilled to dive into my new projects. So that's how I spent my December and early January. It was time for me to stop. It was time for me to regroup. And it was time for me to get a vision in place that felt much more aligned and energetically great and not just like I was pushing myself through mud. And no, this was not ready to do as of January 1st. But guess what? That's okay. Success. And I don't just define success by money. I define success by my, how I feel by my relationships, obviously by money. But if I were to make a million dollars, but you know, everybody around me hated me because I never made time for them or I was cranky or I was yelling all the time, that's not success to me. Success is not on a calendar schedule. Success is in my view, and what I've noticed for me happens little by little, decision by decision, action by action. And so I wanted to share this with you because if you're dealing with any of the big three or all of the big three, the overwhelm, fear, and doubt, I want you to know that you're not alone. And also just know that starting your year as of January 7th or January 15th, or February 1st, or whatever date suits you, is better than forcing yourself to adhere to some artificial timetable. Because shifting yourself, shifting your business, shifting your energy can happen anytime. And for me, I like to create 12-week schedules. I say, okay, in the next 12 weeks, here's the project or the two projects that feel most aligned for me, and this is what I'm going to focus on. And at the end of that time, I'll say, okay, how did that feel? What's, you know, what am I being called to next? I know what I want to um, make for the year, but I refuse to do annual planning because I want to give myself the time and the ability to really shift into what I'm being called to right now. And when I try to do that from a place of my brain versus a place of my feelings and my heart, it doesn't usually go well. So if I give myself 12-week chunks where I say, okay, here's what I'm focusing on this week. Here's what I'm focusing on next week. And then at the end of that time, say, okay, how did that go? How did that feel? What I accomplished? How's it working? That works so much better for me. But what about you? I'd love to hear how you're tackling this new year, this new decade, you know, <laughs> all the all the newy. Is this business as usual for you? Did you slide easily into the new year? Did you send a bunch of new business goals? Are you taking it month by month, week by week? Are you chunking it out in three-month chunks like I do? I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up on social media or email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. And as you were listening to this, did you think of someone who could use these insights about dealing with overwhelm in their business? If you can think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? It's super easy to do from whatever podcast app you're listening on, or just share the URL for today's show, which is profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode one one two and your friend can listen right there. All right, I hope you have an absolutely amazing week and I'll see you back here next time or next week. I don't know, next time, (laughs) next week, same time, same place on another great episode of Profit Without Worry. I'll see you then.